So the Indian government banned 43 more Chinese apps and while most people talked about the fact that a lot of these were Chinese dating apps there was actually one short video app in this called Snack Video Now here's what you need to know about Snack Video it's of course it's a short video app it is owned by a company called Beijing Kuaishu Limited and Kuaishu is one of those big money startups that have been coming out of China Now Kuaishu also runs another app called Kuai and Kuai was banned in the first wave of apps when TikTok was banned. Now what happened after that is of course and we've spoken about this before a lot of Indian short video apps came up and in the time that has passed three are basically leading the market. So there's Moj by ShareChat, there's uh, Josh by Daily Hunt and there is MX Takatak by Times Internet. But while we banned TikTok and created a huge void in the short video space, it turns out that the winner in that space was still a Chinese app. And that's where Snack Video comes in. So funnily, Snack Video had only about 172,000 downloads in sort of the month before the ban. But in the 21 days post the ban, Snack Video got 10 million downloads. In fact, according to public data that has been shared by Moj and ShareChat, those platforms have about 50 to 60 million monthly active users whereas industry data tells me that snack video had somewhere between 100 and 150 million monthly active users essentially they were winning the market and even though we tried to take the chinese guys out a chinese guy was still winning the short video market of course not anymore Coincidentally, a policy think tank called the Center for Digital Economy Policy Research or CDEP in short had written to the MITI and the Ministry of Home Affairs last month asking for Snack Video to be banned. Now what this letter argued was that Kuai and Snack Video were basically the same app and that Kuaishu was basically using Snack Video to circumvent the government's ban. That's not exactly true. What's true here is that if the government really cares about Chinese ownership then yes Snack Video at the end of the day is going to be owned by Kuaishu but Kuai and Snack Video the relationship between them is sort of like Douyin and TikTok Douyin is the Chinese version of TikTok and it's offered only in China but that's where Snack Video sort of falls in trouble because Kuai while it is supposed to be the Chinese version it is offered in markets outside china as well that's why people can draw this distinction first raises questions about whether snack video is just using the same servers and the data is going to the same place and of course all the other questions remain as well now the cdep had written this letter last month meaning that the ban came just about a month after that and i don't want to say there's a relation but you know no one knows and none of this really matters now what matters is that 
in the first ban we had created a void of about 170 to 200 million active users who used to be on tiktok every day now those people were looking for a new platform and it seems most of them went to snack video and now that snack video is gone again these people will start looking for new platforms and this time it might be the end of the line for chinese apps because now it's pretty much the indian apps that are remaining because now it's pretty much the indian apps that are remaining and of course there's reels by instagram and while we're on the subject of social media do you think posts you make on social media should get facebook and twitter into legal trouble let me explain the us congress asked mark zuckerberg and jack dorsey to appear to appear for a congressional to appear for a congressional hearing last week and one of the things they mentioned was possible reforms to section 230 of the communications decency act now none of this makes sense and all of this sounds like jargon and you're absolutely right it is me throwing jargon at you this section is something called safe harbor protection which basically means that social media companies cannot be held responsible for posts that you and i make on the platform and you're probably wondering why should we care right and the reason we should care is because safe harbor protection is something that the entire world is looking at right now in fact this is the law that allows whatsapp to create end to end encryption on chats and tell governments that listen we can't read the chat so we can't give you access to them basically this law at its very core this law actually protects all internet companies so it's not just social media so tomorrow if you write a review on zomato nobody can sue zomato for it they have to come and sue you if they if they really need to Now the Indian government has also been wanting to make reforms to this and we do expect reforms. And while it sounds like a simple thing that yes WhatsApp should be allowed to make our chats private, safe harbor protection is slightly is a slightly more complicated area. So for example people who don't want reforms their argument against this and this is an argument that the companies themselves also make is that social media platforms are only the messengers they're the middlemen so removing safe harbor protection will be the same as shooting the messenger in addition removing this would also force them to actively censor the platform which means that it will impinge on freedom of privacy which means that it will impede freedom of privacy which means that it will impede freedom of speech and that of course is a problem although it's questionable how many people care about freedom of speech nowadays but it remains a problem at least on paper there's also an argument that removing such protections could lead to governments and corporates bullying these companies into more censorship or taking down posts against them for example the indian government and many other governments for that matter have been asking whatsapp to create a backdoor in their encryption now what whatsapp says is that creating a backdoor just breaks the whole idea of encryption and they are right about that but governments do want a backdoor but right now they can't really force whatsapp because whatsapp is not liable for the chats we have on the platform but if safe harbor protection wasn't there it could actually lead to whatsapp having no choice but to create a backdoor like this 
Now it sounds pretty simple, right? WhatsApp should keep us private, so safe harbor protections are of course important. But on the other hand, an argument for reforms is that WhatsApp is a chat platform, so look at them differently. But look at platforms like Facebook or Twitter, which are social media. The argument here is that they have these proprietary algorithms which basically determine what you see. You really do not control what you see on Facebook, even though they will want you to believe that, saying that we personalize recommendations and all that. But it's actually these algorithms that are recommending content and they're deciding what content gets visibility and so on. And no one really understands how these algorithms work except the platforms themselves. So that essentially amounts to a decision that the platforms are making and they should be responsible for it as well. Similarly, all the moderation guidelines that they do and the fact that they actually moderate and fact check content on the platform should also make them responsible for those decisions. That again sounds like a valid argument. So essentially what you see is that this is not really as black and white or as easy as it seems like on paper. One thing that is certain is that reforms or some kind of change is coming next year. We don't have a date yet, but people do expect reforms to come next year. In fact, what most experts tell me is that what will likely happen is that governments will come up with very stringent rules that platforms will have to adhere to in order to qualify for the safe harbor. But we don't know what those rules yet. And in fact, somebody told me that this area is so complex that no government seems to want to be the first one to come up with laws. Everybody is sort of looking to somebody else to get the blueprint and see what should be done. And if history is any example, it'll likely be the EU. But of course, we don't know that. What we do know right now is that whatever does happen, it'll affect how you use social media and what you can or cannot say on those platforms. So it's definitely important for you to take interest in the subject and be vocal about it. So that's it for today. I shall be back this very week with another segment where I take on some misconceptions about technology. Until then, tell me what you want me to cover. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Undertaker. Yes, you heard that right. It's U-N-D-E-R-T-E-C-H-E-R. Or you can write to me at podcastsitinthesuntimes.com. Talk to you next time. This was a Live Mint production. Brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.